You're going to love this. Just love it. I'm hoping so. I'm hoping you will love it. I'm hoping I will love it. But I'm not counting on it. From Pacifica Radio in Los Angeles, this is the broadcast as heard on KPFK 90.7 FM, people-powered radio here in Los Angeles, up in uh, Santa Barbara on 98.7 FM, and in San Diego on 93.7 FM, and in Ridgecrest and China Lake on 99.5 FM, also up in Oregon on 91.7 FM KYAQ on the Central Coast at 106.7 FM Queso in Cottage Grove in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, 93 FM WLRI News Radio in Hawaii on 88.5 FM KAKU, the voice of Maui in Columbus, Ohio on WGRN 94.1 FM in Palinville, New York on 102.9 FM. Uh, In Minneapolis, St. Paul on AM 950, KTNF, the progressive voice of Minnesota, and streaming coast-to-coast and around the globe on the intertubes. On the Progressive Voices Channel, Netroots Radio, Indie Media Weekly, FYI Nation, NicoleSandler.com, Radio Free Brooklyn, GDPR, Revolution 99, Detour Talk, Radio Monterey, and... Radio Sputnik, blanketing planet Earth five days a week. You can run, but you can't hide. From the broadcast, I'm Brad Friedman, your friendly investigative blogger, journalist, troublemaker, muckraker, and all-around swell fellow, says me, from bradblog.com. Well, it's official. We are now less than one week from Election Day, blessedly. Some 200, uh, no, not 200, not yet, some 25 million votes have already been cast in election 2016, but not mine. More on that in a moment. Uh, In any event, is that light? Is that light we see at the end of this nightmarish tunnel? Maybe, but don't count any chickens yet. Take nothing for granted. Not with the polls tightening, uh, including Donald Trump actually uh, taking the lead, by the way, in at least one national tracking poll as of yesterday, the ABC News Washington Post poll. Uh, as well as in several key swing states where Hillary Clinton had been uh, previously leading. And then, of course, there is the promises by his followers to harass and challenge voters at the polling places, his own promises to contest the election results if he has any questions about them. There is already voter suppression. There will be more voter suppression. There is failed and easily manipulated voting machines and tabulators. There are challenges to voters that will be coming at the polling places. And that already are. There are folks not appearing on the rolls. There are folks who have been purged from the rolls. There are all kinds of things that can happen between now and Election Day in less than one week. And we have been covering much of it every single day here, at least five days a week, on the broadcast. And we will continue to do so five days a week uh, through Election Day and beyond 
Uh, and uh, I want to try to keep remembering to do this every day, a reminder to call the election protection hotline. If you have any problems voting or trying to vote or you see any uh, problems at the polling place or you have any questions about it, 866-OUR-VOTE is their phone number. Spread that phone number around. Uh, at the same time as we have been covering the embarrassing presidential election mess in this country, we've also been trying to focus on a number of election-related matters above and beyond the insane presidential race that has otherwise sucked the lifeblood out of this country and its corporate media, if that corporate media had any lifeblood left. Uh, and since we, we, we've got a lot of uh, listeners today from our flagship station here in Los Angeles, KPFK, coming back online with the broadcast today after the most recent fun drive. So I'm going to want to open up the phone lines in a second uh, because I desperately need some advice from you guys today. I'll explain that in a moment, but our number is and will be 818-985-5735. That's 818 818- 985-KPFK. But I was joined on yesterday's broadcast by attorney and Vietnam uh, veteran and longtime Brad Blog legal analyst Ernie Canning. We discussed a number of these lawsuits that have now been filed by Democrats around the country against the Republican National Committee, against Donald Trump, against uh, state GOP outfits in Arizona, Ohio, Nevada. Uh, Pennsylvania, North Carolina, concerning voter intimidation and other dirty trick measures that Democrats believe are designed to try and unlawfully suppress the vote by Republicans. So you can download that show from yesterday, listen to to it, and and we'll be talking more about those concerns about voter suppression and intimidation on tomorrow's broadcast as well, and I suspect for many thereafter. But uh, as I said, we've been discussing other election contests and issues on the ballot around the country of late, and yesterday we also discussed quite a few of the insane uh, number of statewide propositions that are on the ballot out here in California this year. Many of those propositions that are very important to California and also to the rest of the nation in a number of ways. And by the way, if you're if you're going to be voting in California, um, prepare to go early, prepare to stay late. Usually we have uh, very short lines here, particularly in Los Angeles. Uh, but I suspect once people get a look at this ballot with 17 statewide initiatives, and that doesn't cover uh, you know, uh, uh, city initiatives, school district, uh, local initiatives, and so forth, um, it's going to take a while to vote. Be prepared. Check out your sample ballot. Check out the 232-page official voter information guide that has been sent to uh, every California household. 232 pages. In any so be prepared. In any event, uh, Ernie Canning, uh, who I mentioned, he's a former Vietnam vet. He's very passionate about at least one of those propositions, Prop 61. Uh, he wrote about it at Bradblog.com this week. Prop 61 requires California state agencies to pay no more for prescription drugs than the prices that are charged uh, uh, for the same drugs to the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs to the VA. They receive a discount uh, that is set by federal law. And yet Big Pharma has been out there polluting the airwaves, the pharmaceutical industry lobby, spending about $100 million to defeat Prop 61 by lying about it over our public airwaves. I know you're shocked. They're claiming that the measure will somehow harm veterans. And we've been trying to figure out how that could possibly be. And in fact, 
Uh, well, Ernie Canning debunked those lies, and they are lies from the pharmaceutical in- industry on yesterday's show, which you can download at bradblog.com or kpfk.org or iTunes or your favorite uh, podcast site. We also talked about two competing death penalty propositions that are on the ballot out here in California, Prop 66, which kills prisoners on death row much, much faster than our current law allows, whether they are guilty or not, by the way, and Prop 62, which ends the obscene death penalty in California once and for all. It converts about, uh, well, more than 700 death sentences to life without possibility of parole, and it saves a lot of money for the state in the bargain and, you know, helps us to join the civilized world. We also talked about Prop 54, which will legalize marijuana for recreational use out here in California and uh, further signal a death knell for the nation's long-failed war on drugs, at least where pot is concerned. And we talked about Prop 59, which is an advisory measure telling the state legislature that we, the people, would like to overturn Citizens United and get corporate money the hell out of our politics. So you can stop by bradblog.com to listen to that show. I've got links to uh, Ernie Canning's articles on a number of these uh, uh, propositions. But before I get to open up the phones, and I will explain why, because I need your advice concerning who I should vote for for president. Uh, Before we get there, very quickly, there are a couple more California propositions that I wanted to mention here briefly, as I think they are important. Uh, and like the other ones, and they are likely to have an effect on the rest of the country, as uh, many of these uh, ballot initiatives that we put in place in California do end up working their way or, uh, to the rest of the uh, states in the country. So on two of these, very quickly, I want to go to our own Desi Doyen. Hi, Desi Doyen. How are you? I am good. You am? I am. I am here. (laughs) Okay, good to know it. All right. Uh, Very quickly, I know you had uh, a point or two you wanted to get out. We didn't get to in yesterday's program on these these two props, 65 and 67, concerning plastic bags. Why this is on the ballot in California, where we have too many uh, initiatives on the ballot, in my opinion, I don't know. But anyway, Prop 65 and 67, you had some uh, quick quick thoughts on each of them. Right. Uh, So they both could end up killing what we have, which is a statewide law that bans single-use plastic bags. Mm-hmm. Those are the ones that, you know, are, get rarely recycled. And it's sponsored by, the both sponsored by bag makers from Texas and South Carolina and New Jersey. Out-of-state bag makers. Out-of-state bag makers. Big, big bag big is behind bag. this. Okay. Yes. I didn't they know are, there was a bag lobby, but apparently so. Yeah, they're they're deliberately confusing to voters since the industry is pro- sponsoring both. Now, Prop 67, that's the one that comes later on the ballot. Yeah. It's really confusingly worded. What it does is it's asking voters whether they want to continue a law that was already approved by the state legislature back in 2014 that banned the single-use non-biodegradable bags. And so that law was put on hold by those out-of-state plastic bag manufacturers who have blocked it and are now forcing it to go before the public vote. So that's Prop 67. So we would otherwise have a ban on paper ba- uh, plastic bags State-wide across the state ban of California. On bags. That's been passed by the legislature, except somehow... 
big bag was able to hold it off and say, no, no, let's let the people decide. Exactly. So 67 will decide that. Right. If Prop 67 passes, then the ban on plastic bags will be upheld. So that's the important thing. If it does not pass, then the law banning plastic bags goes away entirely. There will be no ban. And so Prop 65. I say yes on 67. We can say that here on uh, on KPFK. I have checked. We can uh, give our opinions on propositions. So there you go. 67, I say a yes to ban the plastic bags. And 65? Yes to affirm the law. Yes. So Prop 65, that's again also sponsored by the plastic bag makers. It does nothing about whether it's a ban or not. It has no ban attached to it. All it does is change where the revenue goes when grocers charge 10 cents or so per plastic bag that they, uh, Mm -hmm. sorry, per reusable bag that they give out. So that revenue that they collect, the Proposition 65 just decides instead of letting the grocers have it, it would go to a separate fund that is administered uh, by the Wildlife Conservation Board here in California. So, you know, that sounds good. More money for the environment. uh, Yeah, for for environmental programs. That's one positive toward that. But um, there are critics say that, you know, it prevents smaller grocers who use that reach that money that they would get from that revenue from the bags that uh, they can use that to then help sell reusable bags and it helps independent grocers. So that's the argument against Prop 65. But Prop 65 does nothing about plastic bags. All it does is decide where the revenue goes. It's Prop 67, again, that would reaffirm and continue the statewide plastic bag That's ban. the one you care about, 65. Uh, you're yes or no? Yeah, you gotta... yeah, I'm, me, I'm sort of yes Yes or no on that. Okay. I, I, I'm going to look into it further, but but okay. Prop 67 is the important one. All right. Uh, so yes on 67, and uh, take your pick. Flip a coin on 65. All right. Uh, one other point that I wanted to. One other proposition that we didn't get to that I want to very in California that I want to get to um, because this one absolutely makes me crazy. Uh, and I'm uh, reading here from my uh, formerly nicotine stained fingers. Yes, uh, uh, about the. Um, this study in uh, in England uh, finding just last month that the more vaping e-cigarettes, the more vaping and e-cigarettes take hold in England, the better the odds are that smokers will succeed in their attempts to stop using regular cigarettes. Smoking prevalence in the U.K. fell significantly from 2014 to 2015, according to the study. And uh, that's a sign that uh, something, they say, is working over there in the U.K. Successful quitting through substitution with e-cigarettes is one likely major contributor, according to the director of the U.K. Center for Tobacco and Alcohol Studies at the University of Nottingham. The challenge for public health is to embrace the potential of this new technology and put it to full use, he says. Health experts in England have been contemplating the smoking cessation benefits of e-cigarettes for years. A previous study of English smokers found that would-be quitters who vaped, uh, use vaporizer devices, were about 60 percent more likely to succeed in quitting smoking compared with smokers who tried to go cold turkey and used nicotine replacement products like patches or gums. This uh, L.A. Times article notes that in the early days of vaping, health experts worried that e-cigarettes would encourage smokers to keep on smoking by providing a socially acceptable substitute in venues where regular cigarettes were banned. But the new study suggests that the opposite is true. All right. 
with that said, on the California uh, ballot this year, we've got something called Prop 56, which will add uh, a $2 uh, sales tax to each pack of cigarettes, old what we call analog cigarettes, $2 per pack. Now, um, I am no fan of big tobacco. If this hurts them, I'm cool with that. It may hurt people. Um, you know, who are addicted to nicotine, this $2 a pack. So I'm, I'm generally not in favor of these type of sin taxes. But the reason I bring this up specifically is because it does not only go against deadly tobacco products. This tax would also apply to electronic cigarettes, to safe electronic cigarettes and vaping devices. So the very same people who are trying or at least claiming with this proposition that they want people to stop smoking... They're making it harder for people to stop smoking by making it less affordable to use vaporizer devices, to use e-cigarettes. And it is obscene and it is dangerous and it is killing people. And you won't hear that from these people who are on TV right now claiming that, uh, oh, adding two dollars uh, a pack to a cigarette, that it's going to change, uh, save our kids lives. No, it's actually going to hurt our kids lives because it's going to make it more difficult for everyone to quit smoking by making it more expensive to do so because they are taxing uh, safer e-cigarettes and vaping devices the same way they are attacking, uh, uh, taxing cigarettes. So I would have said nothing about this proposition one way or another, but for the fact that the supposed anti-tobacco people are apparently just fine with people uh, continuing to smoke because they're making it harder for people to quit. All right. Wanted to get that in. That's Prop 56. I would urge you to vote no against it. All right. Um, as noted, we are back live again on KPFK today uh, after the latest fun drive. Thank you all very much for that. And since we got a bunch of uh, uh, Southern California listeners uh, back with us today following the drive. I'm going to open up the phone lines because, as I mentioned, I need some advice. Now, uh, while the polls are very much tightening up out there, reportedly, as I noted earlier, I think there may well be a lot of Trump supporters out there who may be too embarrassed to admit that to pollsters. So I don't think the Trump vote is uh, is fully reflected in the polling. The polls are tightening up nonetheless on their own, uh, but I think there's even more of a Trump vote out there. I could be wrong, but we will see. Uh, and in the meantime, incredibly enough, there are uh, a lot of undecided voters out there after this endless, endless election season. A lot of voters are still undecided. But are they undecided or are they just underinformed or uninformed? Saturday Night Live back in 2012, um, around the same time uh, before the 2012 election, uh, they ran this uh, this little spot uh, that I think might be as insightful today as it was in 2012 concerning undecided or low information voters. This election will determine the future of our country. And this election will be determined by the undecided voter. It seems that more than 96% of voters have already made up their minds about this election. Well, I guess some of us are just a little bit harder to please. We're not impressed by political spin or 30-second sound bites. Before you get our vote, you're going to have to answer some questions. Questions like, when is the election? How soon do we have to decide? What are the names of the two people running? 
And be specific. Who is the president right now? Is he or she running? Because if so, experience is maybe something we should consider. How long is a president's term of office? One year? Two years? Three years? Or life? If it's for life, frankly, we're not comfortable with that. <laughs> we don't need to be electing a dictator. What happens if the president dies? Has anyone thought about who would replace him? What's your plan, gentlemen? Can women vote? Because if not, as a woman, I've got a big problem with that. And by the way, if men can't vote, in my opinion, that's just as wrong. We hear a lot about our dependence on foreign oil, but just what is oil? And what is it used for? Can a woman have a baby just from French kissing? If you burp, fart, and sneeze at the same time, will you die? Where's my power cord? We are America's undecided voters. There's still a lot we don't know. And we, we want, want answers. answers. Low Information Voters of America is responsible for the content of this advertising. <laughs> okay, so they're making fun of low information voters. I understand they're making fun of undecided. But who would be po- who could possibly be undecided after uh, this uh, forever election that has been going on? Well, here's my confession. I got I've, I've got my ballot. Uh, I asked for a vote by mail ballot. I will be dropping it off in person, however, to maximize the likelihood of my vote actually getting counted and counted accurately. But because I've got a vote by mail ballot, I can I can plan in advance. I can fill it out in advance and then bring it in on Election Day. But as much as I report on elections and on the presidential election specifically, of course, day after day, I actually don't know who I'm going to be voting for this year. I've got a pretty good idea of who I won't be voting for this year, but I really don't know who I will be voting for at the presidential level. Now, I live in California, and I think that I know who I would vote for if I lived in a so-called swing state. But I may have a bit more freedom, and I say may. I don't know. I may have a bit more freedom to vote my conscience because it's out here in California and theoretically... Uh, my vote is not uh, does not carry the same type of weight on the presidential uh, level that it might in a swing state. But I don't even take that for granted this year. So I really don't know how I'm going to vote. Now, with the FCC rules, as we have here on our public airwaves and here at Pacifica Radio, uh, I can't tell you who you should vote for. Uh, and I wouldn't want to anyway, by the way. But nothing stops you from telling me who I should vote for, because I really am an undecided voter at this point. So this is your chance. Who should I vote for and why should I vote for her or him? I'm going to open up the phone lines. 818-985-5735. 818-985-KPFK. You can tell me and the rest of the world who we should vote for and why. We're going to take a quick break. We'll uh, let Desi. Uh, oh, hey, Desi, I didn't uh, mention that we, we've got a Green News report coming up a little bit later, too. Yes, we do. So we do. Uh, and with this uh, big explosion of a pipeline in Alabama, we got plenty to cover there. So Desi Doyon will be back. Don't worry. In the meantime, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Who should I, Brad Friedman of the Bradcast, who should I vote for and why? Uh, make it count. Make it good. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. We'll take a quick break and we'll be back with your calls right after this. I'm Brad Friedman. Don't go away. 
Hi, this is Desi Doyen from the Green News Report and the Bradcast, both brought to you without corporate or political influence. Why? Because we rely on you to help keep us completely independent. Please drop by bradblog.com donate today and help us stay on your public airwaves. That's bradblog.com donate. You'll thank yourself later. I'll thank you now. from fools either i'd prefer to hear it from you welcome back to the bradcast brad friedman from bradblog.com uh we're just in by the way that a, a church burning last night in greenville mississippi is being investigated as a hate crime the church was vandalized with the words vote trump spray painted on the side of the church Local, state, and federal authorities have been contacted. Uh, all right, welcome back. Uh, to, uh, and by the way, that's on the, the Twitters. I just saw that. You can reach me as well on the Twitters if you can't get through on the phone lines. Uh, I am the Brad Blog on the Twitters. I will try to keep my eyes on that as we move forward. So, yeah, are you tired of all those uh, corporate-sponsored political ads uh, over your public airwaves? Well, today, right now, is your chance for revenge. I am turning to the public airwaves. I'm turning them over to you so you can tell the world who to vote for for president, specifically so you can tell me who I should vote for here in California, because, yes, I'm an actual undecided voter. I can't tell you how to vote, but you can tell me how I should vote and why. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Let's go to uh, let's go to uh, Michael. Here we go, uh, Michael in Inglewood. Hey, Michael, welcome to the broadcast. Who should I vote for? Um, first of all, thanks for what you do. And my thing is for all towards a third party. If I'm in a swing state, vote for Clinton to take away the excuse. Did we lose him? Oh shoot! I think we lost Michael. Uh, 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 we go ahead. Uh, let me try that again, Michael. Michael, are you still there? Am I here? Yeah, you are. We lost you for a second. You said if you're in a swing state, you should vote Clinton, and then we lost you. And now we've lost you for good, <laughs> haven't we? Okay, problems with the phones. That's fun. Let me, uh, let's try uh, Jill. A uh, call back, Michael, if you don't mind. Let me try Jill in Pasadena. Hey, Jill, welcome to the broadcast. Do we have Hi, you? Hi, Brad. Hi, Jill. Hi. Um, okay, so here's the deal. Yeah. You were talking about that hidden Trump vote. Yeah. I am, like, such an anomaly. If anybody recognizes my voice right now, I'm in trouble because I'm African-American female. I was a Bernie Pratt. I worked for Bernie. Mm-hmm. But guess what? I'm yeah. going to vote for Trump. And one of the reasons I am yeah. is because I live in California, and he's not going to win. But I want to scare the bejesus. It's like the biggest middle finger I can think of to give the DNC. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm still registered DNC. And we lost. uh, Okay, we're having a problem with the phones. At least we heard enough from Jill that she's saying uh, give a big middle finger to the DNC, to Democrats. 
uh, by voting for Donald Trump. And I wanted to ask her questions about it, but I didn't get to because uh, we, we dropped it there. Jill, uh, sorry about that. Try to call back if you can. Yeah, Des, what, any sorry, idea we, what's going on? We are having a bit of a problem with the phone. Yeah. So uh, people just hang on. I'll let you go ahead and answer them. And then I'm going to see if I can figure out how to get the rest of them on without okay. hanging up on who's on air right now. I know. So we got a lot of people hanging folks in there. Folks who are there, hang on, please. We'll get to you as soon as we can. All right. Uh, thank you, Des. Uh, let me try uh, Barbara in Los Angeles. Uh, let's see. At least we get part of these folks' calls before it drops. So, hey, Barbara, uh, welcome to the broadcast. Who should I vote for and why? I think you should vote for Hillary and not take any chances. Uh, Donald Trump is very dangerous, and this isn't a normal election. He's a mad man, and if he gets in... We're all in trouble, and I'll listen off the air. All right. Thanks, Barbara. I appreciate that. And, um, well, she, she she stuck around. That didn't uh, hang up on her. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Let me go to Lynette in Los Angeles. Hey, Lynette, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Thanks for taking my call. You bet. But turn down your radio if it's it turn down your radio if it's turned up, Lynette. Oh, okay. Uh Oh, um, well, sir, I think that, in my humble opinion, okay, that yeah. Joe Stein would be the best president because he's not big business. He's not no hawk like uh, Trump and Clinton, and she'll stand up to big business. You know this with the Monsanto. Wow. We dropped oh, There we go. Well, we, no, we still have her. Okay, okay. you said she'll stand up to big business and Monsanto and so forth? Yeah, that Monsanto bear yeah. merger. None of these candidates had anything to say because they're pretty much with the one percenters at the end of the day, mm-hmm. uh, Trump and uh, Clinton. They've always been that way. That's They all run in the same circles, and they're the same kind of folks, and they've been around too long for our democracy to really thrive. So okay. I think Jill is, is probably really great. And Jill stood up to the Dakota Pipeline. I don't know if anybody yeah. caught that. And, oh, um, no, we, we, we caught it. We covered it on the show, Lynette. Let me ask you this. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. And, and, and uh, you know, along with that, that issue uh, with the pipeline and uh, Monsanto, then the AT&T thing, I'm sure she'll stand up to the, the AT&T murder. Yeah, but here's the thing, Lynette. Let me ask you this. Uh, she's not really going to win, it seems. So am I wasting my vote by voting for Jill Stein? Well, I think that... Uh, we're going to have a third party either way, I mean, because the, the Democrats, the Republicans, the, the Republicrats, it's just time out for all of this uh, two-party duopoly, uh, mm-hmm. uh, what do they call that, duopoly yeah. um, plutocracy that we have. We don't have a democracy here, so we're going to have to do a third party, and then you're going to see a lot of successionist movements, I would think, uh, as a result of this election, because this is, this, I mean, either this or a revolution, I mean, come on, let's, let's be real about it, so... That's my humble opinion, Brad. I hope that, you know, we're, we're thinking about the future right now, not just the right mm-hmm. now. We're, we're, we're doing this for the future, you know, all, right. all of this. Have a blessed day. Thank you, Lynette. I appreciate that. Uh, I appreciate that thought. I appreciate that call. And, and frankly, I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, it would be nice if the Green Party was building from the ground up. I understand why they need to run a presidential candidate each year. Uh, you know, to try to get uh, the federal funds that would help them build that uh, Green Party from the ground up. Um, well, anyway, uh, I'm, I'm here to listen to you guys. 818-985-5735 is our phone number. Uh, I know folks are trying to get back in after uh, some of the uh, phones dropped there. Let me uh, get, I think this might be, uh, okay, here we go. Uh, Jill is back with us. 
who was talking about the hidden Trump vote. No, we lost Jill again just now, didn't we? Okay. 818-985-5735. This one will probably go through. Fred in Norwalk. Hey, Fred, welcome to the broadcast. Hi, Brad. Hi. Uh, I just want to back up a little bit about the e-cigarettes. I saw a documentary on uh, cable TV over two months ago. Mm-hmm. It was quite extensive and 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 showed how the e-cigarettes, with all the additives and chemicals they put in, that the the effects of it are just as bad as if you're smoking regular cigarettes. And I'm a non-smoker, never have been, mm-hmm. so I don't have any dogs in that fight. But as far as Trump goes, he doesn't have any qualities to be a human being, let alone president of the United States. <laughs> so, you know, I hate Hillary and I hate Bill, but what are you going to do? I sure as hell ain't going to have have uh, Trump in there. So who so who should I vote for, Fred, before I get back to you on those e-cigarettes? But well, uh, wh- who should I vote for? Trump. I mean, I like Jill. I voted Green Party. I've been registered as a Democrat for 45 years, but I, I've been voting Green Party for the last couple of go-rounds. Yeah. But I don't want if, to—if Trump won, I would never forgive myself for not voting for Hillary. So you're going to vote for Hillary out of safety this time? That's it. All right. That's my safety, that's my safety rope right there. Okay. All right. I, I, I don't kill I, myself if Trump wins. All right, I hear you. I, I, please don't kill yourself no matter who wins, Fred. Uh, but I, I appreciate that thought. I appreciate the sentiment. Uh, that said, I don't know what documentary you saw on e-cigarettes, but the information you just passed along is completely wrong, is completely inaccurate. Uh, as far as the additives and the chemicals, uh, what uh, kills you is the additives and the chemicals that are added to tobacco cigarettes, not to electronic cigarettes, not to vaping uh, devices. And the fact that people are out there trying to put that misinformation out there, not Fred, but, um, you know, folks, uh, it's interesting because there's folks in the tobacco industry who would like to see e-cigarettes killed. There are opponents of the tobacco industry who would like to see e-cigarettes killed because they don't bother to figure out how they actually work and what they actually do. And they're just concerned that it's going to, you know, make it OK to uh, to smoke again somehow because people are using vaporizer devices. I don't know why I would have never started smoking had I started with uh, uh, vaporizers instead of cigarettes. So I'm not sure where they get that idea. And there is the nicotine industry, the big pharmaceutical industry, which makes billions of dollars, billions of dollars selling nicotine, nicotine patches, nicotine gum, and yes, nicotine inhalers. And they really don't like the idea that mom and pop shops are coming in and, uh, and taking away their, uh, their, their business by selling something that is safe, that allows people, if they choose, to keep using nicotine safely. Remember, it's not the nicotine that kills you in cigarettes. It's the tar, the carbon monoxide, the chemicals, and everything else. So, uh, yeah, the uh, big pharma, they're also against e-cigarettes, despite the fact that they save lives. And big pharma, by the way, gives a lot of money to a lot of politicians, including Democrats, who buy this crap about e-cigarettes being more harmful or as harmful as cigarettes. That's complete and utter nonsense. And I read the scientific studies. I am not a doctor, but I do read the studies. Uh, 818-985-5735. I know they're in the phone lines uh, trying to wrestle them into the ground. 
to make them uh, work. Uh, let's try them again. Christopher in Los Angeles, um, who should I vote for for president and why? Okay, Brad, I, I'm a lawyer, um, believe very much in the Constitution, and I was a Bernie supporter. I'm under no delusions about Hillary, you know, changing her mind on TPP, being in bed with Wall Street, etc. Mm-hmm. My, my main reason is the Supreme Court. And the Supreme Court, whoever they pick, the next two or three choices will be in office for the next 30 years. Mm-hmm. And long after Hillary or Trump are gone, those people will be deciding what the supreme law of the land is in our country. Yep. And one, one, we already know that Trump has gone to the Heritage Foundation for select, you know, for suggestions on who he would pick for Supreme Court. He wants another Clarence Thomas, another Scalia. You know, they want to take us back to the 1800s. So that, you know, I think over all other issues except perhaps foreign policy, which obviously he has no experience in, um, is is why. It's critical. And again, I am not a Hillary lover in the least. I was a Bernie supporter and still am. But uh, when I when I see the difference in who they would appoint, mm-hmm. it, it's night and day. It's it's black and white, literally. So. so I should vote Hillary and I should do it because of the Supreme Court, as you see it. Exactly. Thank exactly. you. And, yeah. Th- thank no, you. I, yeah, I, pre- sure, I appreciate the call, Christopher. Thank you very much. Uh, 818-985-5735. We're filling the phone lines back up, trying again. They seem to be holding, uh, hanging in there, which uh, is uh, good news, and I greatly appreciate those of you who had to call back in. Let me go to uh, Jason in L.A. Hey, Jason, welcome to the broadcast. Who should I vote for? Why should I vote for them? Hello, Brad. Uh, I think you should vote for Donald Trump, uh, reason being... Yeah. Guys like me who are day traders can make a lot of money if uh, Donald Trump gets in just because he's so you know, anti-global trade, and that's supposed to create a lot of market volatility. And to be honest with you, we don't make any money when markets are solid, uh, when they're just you know, slow, not, not a whole lot's happening. We make money when it's volatile, things are going up and down, and we can take advantage of that. By the way, so wait, hang on, hang on, Jason. Let me ask you. So you're saying uh, a vote for Trump will hurt the markets, and guys like you who are day traders can can do stuff like short the the, the market and oh, make money on this. Uh, so you make oh, money on havoc and chaos and disaster, and you think that Trump absolutely. will bring you what you need? Oh, absolutely, okay. absolutely. Trump Trump's whole trade you know policies is, is going to create so much volatility. The markets are already starting to get priced in. If you just look at the news, yeah. anytime Trump goes up in the polls, yeah. markets get crazy volatile. I mean, just look at today's markets. You know, right. Dow closed under 18,000. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's the kind of market we make money in. So, I mean, vote. I mean, I'll be honest with you. I really don't care who gets in because it's not like we're, you know, uh, electing a dictator here. There's one person. It's a president. There's 535 people in Congress. Okay. Um but, by the way, I yeah. am vaping as we speak, and I've been vaping for a month. I was a pack-a-day cigarette smoker, yeah. and now I pick up this thing every so often when I get desperate, take a few puffs, and I'm, and I'm good. My lung capacity has increased, and you know what? It's not as bad. They're just trying to – big tobacco is trying to block it because they make money on tobacco, not on vaping. There you go. You know, so. Yep. Thanks, Jason. Go. Vote, vote Trump. Vote Trump. Make me rich. Thanks. Okay. 
<laughs> Thank you very much, Jason. I appreciate that call. Thanks, uh, you bet. Uh, let me go to, uh, oh, another Trump supporter. Uh, Trump, uh, I think, uh, Tony in Sacramento. Hey, Tony, uh, are you a Trump supporter because you're also seeking havoc and chaos and somehow will profit off of that? Well, yes, I am. Really? Okay, wh- who should I vote for and why? I think you should go for Trump. Yeah, why? Because we wouldn't want a lady running our country. Wow, we wouldn't want a lady running our country. Really? Yes, why, why wouldn't we want a lady running our country, Tony? Well, I don't know. I just think Trump is a good man, and I got faith in him. Really? Okay, and also, we wouldn't want a lady running our country. Yes, sir. Okay. Thank you very uh, much, Tony. That was a, a very well thought out and informed opinion. Let me, uh, 818-985-5735 is our phone number. 818-985-KPFK. Uh, let me go to, uh, oh, our old friend Mo. Good to see from Mo. Hey, Mo uh, in Long Beach. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Who should I vote for and why? We've got to go with the Clintons because the Clintons know where the dead bodies are buried. I don't see uh, <laughs> Mr. Trump getting in because he's not going to get any women to vote for him. Yeah. He's not going to get any minorities to vote for him. He's not going to get a whole lot of my vanilla brothers and sisters to vote for him. He's not going to get my Latino brothers and sisters to vote for him. I don't know. I guess the only people that are going to vote for him are the white male Protestants. Now, uh, uh, they vote, if they're the only ones who vote scout, he got a shot. And I believe Mrs. Clinton is going to make us forget FDR. We're going to have a HRC. She's going to take us uh, back to where we used to be, where to do the things that Johnson was able to do. If the Republicans give her any kind of trouble, you know, she know how to play this game here. She's got a little bit of uh, of uh, Johnson in them. That was a cold dude, but that was my boy, too. She got a little bit of Johnson in them. They, they've been around the block. It's not their first rodeo. Mm-hmm. Uh, those of you who are hurt that uh, you didn't get your girl Jill, you didn't get your boy Bernie, I was Bernie a bus, too, but this is not my first rodeo, you see. And so we've got to fight uh, with the tools that are given to us, and when we get out there and protest, no matter who's going to be in office, Dr. Freeman, and you are a doctor to me. Dr. Freeman, it don't matter who's going to be in office. We're going to be protesting, but Hillary will respond to us, and I believe Trump will gun us down. All right, talk to you later. Thanks, Mo. Good job. Uh, our old friend Morris from Long Beach. Thanks. Appreciate you calling in. Uh, let's go to, uh, let's see, Danielle, I think, in uh, t- Danielle in Palm Springs. Hey, Danielle, welcome to the broadcast. Do we have Danielle there? Danielle, there we go. Hey, Danielle, uh, you I, I don't want to be presumptuous, but uh, you sound like a woman. <laughs> Generally speaking, last time I checked. Uh, uh, all right. Are, are you OK with a, a woman as president? You heard that other caller said. Uh, I, I actually am. Um, okay. I just don't think this one is the one. OK. Um, in my personal opinion, and uh, I can't I, I won't tell you who to vote for, but I'm going to go Johnson. Yeah. And the reason is, is I don't believe that I will vote for the lesser of the two evils, and I agree with your whole leeway of being in California. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> he's pro-liberty, you know, personal rights, but fiscally conservative. So, you know, if he wants to bring our troops back from useless oil wars, that'd be great. You know, Trump is not pro-renewable energy. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't see it going anywhere fast with Trump, except down. And are you uh, are you okay with uh, the fact that Gary Johnson didn't know where Aleppo was, which really could be the center of what is appearing to be World War III? Do you have concerns about that? I I do think that he had, he did address that. Um, uh, however, the Aleppo issue I think is far less concerning than. Uh, World War III, uh, mm-hmm. Trump, and and Hillary, to be honest with you. If that's his only mess up that people are complaining about right now, yeah. other than Wells' little slip, yeah. I think that that's fine. 
What was what was what was Weld's little slip? I consider that his um, slight, quiet endorsement for Hillary. Yeah. Um, yeah, that wasn't I a slip. I think he was uh, pretty clearly endorsing Hillary. Yeah, that was, he yeah. really was. Yeah. But it was a slip up for the Libertarian Party. Ah, okay. But I, I'm still going Johnson. All right, Danielle is feeling the Johnson. Very good. I appreciate that call. Uh, so far, boy, it's it's pretty tight in the polls about who I should vote for. We'll uh, we'll get to. I think we got time for a, a few more here. Let me go to uh, Mark. Is this the same Mark? Uh, yes. Okay. Good, Mark. Uh, so yeah. Thank you for calling back from Thousand yeah, Oaks. Sure. Appreciate right, that. Sorry, well, we dropped it. Well, yeah. Go ahead. Who yeah. should I vote for? Okay. So I've called uh, uh, all the times I've called since the New York primaries was on the Bernier Buster. Yeah. No way. We just dropped Mark again. See, he was calling to say, and I don't actually, I don't think he was a Bernie or Buster. Uh, I think he was calling to respond to the Bernie or Busters. We've heard from that, Mark, before. And Mark, I'm sorry that somehow we dropped you again. I don't really know uh, why, but let's try Brad. It is called the Bradcast after all. Let's go to Brad in Santa Barbara. Hey, Brad, welcome to your Bradcast. Brad, how's it going, man? I think you should vote for Gary Johnson. Why should I vote for Gary Johnson? Well, just a couple facts for you. The last libertarian president to be in office was Abraham Lincoln, and uh, what a difference he made. We need to bust this two-party monopoly. And uh, wait, wait, he was a, like he was this. he was a Republican. He was the first Republican president. Abraham yeah, Lincoln but he, was. He, he was. He was very aligned with the Libertarian Party. Really? Liber, liber, libertarian Party is kind of hanging their hat on the fact that that they, that Abraham Lincoln was the last significant libertarian representative that this country had you mean he let the free market decide he was a libertarian let the free market decide he let the 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 southern states they decided they wanted to leave the union and abraham lincoln was all cool with that because he was libertarian as far as i'm as far as i know he freed the slaves right he freed he freed the slaves but he was but he was not cool with uh uh the free market and the union the the southern states deciding to leave the union to call him libertarian seems like a stretch seems like good marketing on behalf of the libertarians but it does seem untrue brad okay good enough it sounds like you kind of have a biased opinion there but i will follow up with the fact that you should remember that there's a 12th amendment so we're voting for a third party any third party jill stein Writing in Bernie Sanders, mm-hmm. it gives a chance for the Twelfth Amendment to take an effect. Uh, these, uh, you know, you have to have a majority vote of 270 electoral votes, I believe it is. And anyways, with this close race and the fact that you know that there could be a couple states that go for a third party, mm-hmm. uh, if it didn't, if they didn't, if they fell short of uh, 270 votes, it would go to the House. And you know what? That's the reason for the Twelfth Amendment was to get third parties elected to bust up a two-party monopoly that we see here today, and, and then basically bust up corruption. That's why our forefathers, you know, had the 12th Amendment put in place. Everybody should think about that. I appreciate it, Brad. Thank you very much. Uh, and, of course, he's talking about the, uh, the, uh, the 12th Amendment, that would, uh, it, which is how the, uh, how the president is decided if the Electoral College cannot uh, find 270 votes for any one single uh, candidate. Then the whole thing goes to the House. Three candidates go to the House. Uh, it would probably be uh, Clinton, Trump, and Evan McMullen. If Evan McMullen, who? Evan, yeah, he's the guy who's running uh, for president as an independent from the put forward by the Never Trumpers in Utah, and he's actually doing quite well. He may win in Utah. 538.com regards Evan McMullen as the third most likely uh, candidate to uh, to win the presidency in 2016. All right, do we have uh, time for one more before we got to take a break to uh, get to the green news? All right, let me uh, 
Let me get to one more here. Uh, shoot, I like. Okay, I do like Trump uh, callers. Hey, Dave uh, from San Diego, welcome to the broadcast. What's uh, who should I vote for and why? Very quickly. Much um, Trump, I believe, because I believe he would uh, uh, increase or help our military grow a bit, which is uh, a bit of a problem right now. Um, I'd like to see. He would, wait, it's a problem. We need to grow our military, Dave. Uh, yes. And wait, wait, hang on. Wait. Our military te- technology. Well, hang on, Dave. We've got a larger military than the uh, next, uh, I think it's 19 countries combined. Why do we need to grow our military? Are you, what, do, what do you mean? Um, I've got friends that are in the military, and they tell me uh, some of the techno- technological things that uh, Russia has that's uh, pretty far ahead of us right now, and it's a bit scary. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, the, uh, well, and, and I, yeah. I believe I don't think they're going to make stuff like that up. Um, there was a ship that was uh, uh, off the coast of um, uh, Africa, and it was being shadowed by a Russian ship. Yeah. And um, the uh, all of the cell phones on board the ship were, were shut off, and the men on the ship, their bank accounts, anyone that had uh, financial uh, attachments to their phones, their bank accounts were empty. And, and Trump, Trump will stop that, keep that from happening anymore. I think, okay. I think that he'd push a little bit more for more money for right. our military and our te- technical end of that. Right. Seems, seems like we spend a whole hell of a lot on our military uh, and not nearly enough on our people. We do spend, as I said, more than uh, I think it's the next 19 uh, countries combined, including Russia and China and all of those countries. So I'm not sure how more money is going to... Uh, change that uh, factor. Let me get uh, one more, and then Desi Doyne, you're on deck. I know it's got to be quick. Uh, Ivy in L.A., welcome to the broadcast. Who should I vote for and why? Very quickly, Ivy. Damn it, we just lost Ivy, didn't we? All right, let me make up for it with uh, Johnny in San Dimas. Hey, Johnny, who should I vote for and why? Yeah, Hillary, I'm a longtime Republican, but you know what? Donald Trump was used by his bankers when he went bankrupt. They used his name Republican Party is just using Trump, but Trump is not going to get along with Paul Ryan or Republican. He's going to do what he wants to do. And if everybody's thinking about the the, uh, the Supreme Court decision, yeah. hey, they got to get past the committee. Which the, the head of the committee there is who? Uh, but the head of Ted which committee? Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz, the committee that approves the next senator. So okay. it's not going to be easy for her. She's negotiated with Paul Ryan before. I'm praying to God that she negotiates and becomes more understanding. She knows the job. Her, You get two for one. You get Bill, who knows how to balance budgets. Trump doesn't even know how to balance his, his, his own checking account, probably. He'll probably hire somebody to do it. Thanks, Johnny. Trump is dangerous. I hear you. Thanks, Johnny. i got to get to a break. I appreciate the call. I appreciate the thought. we got to get back in time for the Green News Reporter. We won't get through it all. Sounds like if my math is correct, and I'm sure it's not, we got about five uh, people saying I should vote for Trump, about five people saying I should vote for Hillary, and then a couple of people apiece uh, for Stein and Johnson. It is clear as mud. I'm going to have a difficult weekend trying to figure this out. A quick break, and we're back with more broadcast, including Desi Doyen and the Green News Report. Maybe some more calls if we have time. I'm Brad Friedman. Don't go away. Hey, this is Brad. What the public hears over the public airwaves matters. Without an informed electorate, we've got, well, we got what we have right now. We do our best on the broadcast five days a week to balance that with accurate reporting on issues that actually matter. We don't always get it right, but we try like hell to do so. And we do it all independently and without the influence of corporate or political funding. 
but we can't do it without you. Please don't presume others will step up. We need you to help us keep doing what Desi Doyen and myself try to do every day on the Bradcast. Please help us continue to do so by going to bradblog.com donate to help keep the Bradcast going and telling the truth over your public airwaves. That's bradblog.com donate. Don't wait. Please stop by today. Thanks. Welcome back to the Bradcast. Desi Doyen, we got a follow-up already on today's Green News Report, but since we're running late, let me get to it, and we'll get to the follow-up thereafter. Okey Here doke. we go, our latest Green News Report. It'd be hard to probably extinguish this. Uh, they'll probably just have to allow it to burn. Massive pipeline explosion in Alabama injures seven. Unarmed Dakota Access Pipeline protesters maced and arrested, while armed occupiers in Oregon go free. 300 million kids breathe dangerously polluted air, according to UNICEF. Plus, it's official, the largest earthquake on record in Kansas was caused by fracking injection well. Uh, What is the matter with Kansas? All of those stories and more straight ahead. From Bradblog.com, I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyan. Stand by for six minutes of independent green news, politics, analysis, and snarky comment. I got a great costume this year. I'm going to terrify Republicans. I'm going as a science book. That is scary. This is your Green News Report. Okay, Desi Doyen, here we go again. Another pipeline explosion, and this, we think, very same pipeline just had problems months ago. That's right. At least seven workers were severely burned by an explosion on what officials believe is part of the nation's largest gasoline pipeline. That was late Monday afternoon in Shelby County, Alabama. A three-mile radius around the blaze has been evacuated because the area is in a severe drought, and the explosion started several additional fires in the area. The fire is so intense, according to Alabama Governor Robert Bentley in an interview with local WSB-TV, that as we go to air, the state still doesn't know exactly exactly which of two pipelines is involved. We don't know if it's the one that ruptured or or the one next to it, and we don't even know what type of fuel is in it. But uh, there was some type of explosion. It it appears to have been an accident. Bloomberg News reports that the explosion was located about a mile away from what you mentioned, that massive gasoline pipeline spill in September. Remember that one? It triggered gasoline shortages up and down the East Coast. Both pipelines that may be involved are owned by the same company, Colonial Pipeline, which has already reported five spills in Alabama in 2016. And we were lucky with the uh, previous rupture in that it happened to leak into an old uh, containment pond from a mining operation. Otherwise, that could have polluted the waters all around this very rural area. And now we have an explosion from this same company, Colonial Pipeline. I guess we have to report that there was no explosions at any solar farms. There were no wind spills from wind turbines. But these fossil fuel operations keep blowing up and keep killing people. 
Meanwhile, in North Dakota, authorities on Friday used rubber bullets and mace to remove protesters blocking construction of the Dakota Access Pipeline near the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation. Why would they be against pipelines? What could possibly go wrong with them? In a statement following the arrest, Standing Rock Sioux Tribal Chairman David Archambault again called for the pipeline company to reroute the pipeline away from the Standing Rock Sioux Reservation and its sole drinking water source, the Missouri River. More than 400 have been arrested so far over the course of the months-long protest. And on the same day as the armed police response to the Dakota Access protesters over in Oregon, an all-white jury acquitted Eamon Bundy and several of his fellow militia members on charges stemming from their armed takeover of the federal Malheur Wildlife Refuge that damaged the crucial wild bird sanctuary. The Audubon Society responded to the verdict saying, quote, wild lands belong to all of us, not the people who hold them at gunpoint. Well, apparently if you hold them at gunpoint, you're off the hook. If you protest peacefully, Watch out, they're bringing in the militarized vehicles and tear gas. In Kansas, the U.S. Geological Survey has now announced that the largest earthquake ever recorded in Kansas, a 4.9 in 2014, was due to fracking wastewater injection wells. That is the second half of the fracking process in which toxic fracking wastewater is pumped into deep underground wells, which geologists say causes earthquake faults to slip. The Wichita Eagle reports that Kansas has now seen fewer earthquakes since because state regulators have ordered cutbacks to injection wells. 300 million kids breathe dangerously polluted air caused primarily by fossil fuels. That's a new analysis by the United Nations Children's Fund. It utilized satellite imagery to calculate the extent of pollution and found that the vast majority of the children exposed to the worst air pollution live in South Asia. In total, they say about 2 billion children around the world live in places where air pollution is above levels that the World Health Organization labels unhealthy. Finally, some good news. Well, you took your time with that. After years of negotiations, nations have finally agreed to establish the world's largest marine sanctuary in Antarctica's Ross Sea. It's considered the last great wilderness area on Earth. When the agreement comes into force next month, in December, 72% of the sanctuary will be a 100% no-take zone, meaning all fishing activities are forbidden. The remaining sections will permit some harvesting for scientific research. Is this larger than the marine sanctuary Barack Obama established a month or two ago? Yep. Near Hawaii? Yes. What was the name of that one? Oh, I ain't going to try to pronounce that. I hardly blame you. For much more on all of these stories and the ones we couldn't get to today, check out our website at greennews.bradblog.com. Don't forget, you can download our reports anytime via Stitcher, TuneIn, or iTunes. Find us and follow us on the Facebooks and the Twitters at Green News Report. I'm Brad Friedman. And I'm Desi Doyne. And this has been your Green News Report. Thank you, Des. We've got a sad update in the Alabama pipeline explosion. Yes, unfortunately, one of those workers has died from his injuries and five still remain in hospital. And the fire itself is still burning. And we just lost 33 coal miners in China as well. Fossil fuels continue to kill. My thanks to you, Desi Doyen, our producer. My thanks to all of you uh, listeners and callers today. Sorry I couldn't get to everyone. Thank you for calling in. Uh, We will be back with you again uh, tomorrow. Until then, you can reach me via email. I'm bradcast at bradblog.com. And on the Facebooks and the Twitters, I am the Brad Blog. Until we meet again, I'm Brad Friedman. Good luck, world. (laughs) 